What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? You might hear my son in the background. I apologize if you do. That's all right. Hashtag dad life. He's playing me and his mother like instruments. (laughs) You can't apologize for life. Oh, man. uh, Let's see. What's up, guys? I I got a couple pickups. I'm going to show on one of them. Because uh, Peach Peach won, she's the Stormbreaker, right? So this is another Stormbreaker cover. She's doing a Wolverine X-23. That's a dope shot. Well, that's a shot, but that's a dope Yeah, you got to see. I mean, she's just dropping gems every week now. Every week now, she's dropping gems. If uh, if you guys are following us, I w- would we would recommend you go follow her on Instagram because yeah. yeah. oh, she's yeah. she's got these incredible posts she's just dropping all the time. I finished reading East of West, the uh, kind of cyber steampunk, yeah, this dystopian world uh, graphic novel. You know, it's actually I've enjoyed it. It's good. I've read the first four volumes now. Recommend it. Highly recommend it. I recommend it. I highly recommend The Department of Truth. I highly recommend The Department of Truth. I recommend East to West. Still been playing my Elden Rings, getting better. Mm-hmm. I need more time to dedicate to it. Last, last time we talked, I talked about that other game I was playing because of commitment issues and then came to the conclusion, forget it, I'll just commit to what I want to play. And so that's what I've been doing, but it's actually been really hard to find the time it's easier to donate 10 minutes here 10 minutes there than it is to just sit and donate three hours so did you give yourself the time like you said you were gonna do no life just refused to let me have what i wanted to have this week so i'm gonna double down on it this following week and see if i don't have something more advantageous to report when i get back though even if it's just 10 minutes man quality over quantity man i got 10 minutes but this is not a game 10 minutes does much 10 minutes lets you die twice Gosh. That's two less times than you'll die later. <laughs> how you look at it. Oh, uh, man. Chris, what's up with you? Let me take a swig of my Kool-Aid, and I'll tell you guys what I'm like up to. Wow, that is like some old school kids. <laughs> Kool-Aid, that, yeah. Kool-Aid burst. Can I, be, can I be any more black? Yeah, no. <laughs> you got some watermelon on the side, drinking some wow. Kool-Aid and fried chicken. <laughs> it's, it was tough for me to log in because my fingers were so greasy from the fried chicken. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I've been watching a, a lot of racing content. Uh, Drive to Survive dropped on Netflix. It's about the F1 2021 season. Watch that. Um, I watched the 2022 race in Bahrain, and then I watched the uh, uh, MotoGP race. And mm. uh, it's all about racing this weekend, this week. So that's about it. Nice. Rich, what's up with you, man? Uh, Nothing. I've just been watching my usual stuff and playing Destiny. Uh, A little bit of Dying Light 2. And I got into Power Book 4. Force? That's one of Tommy. Yeah. Wait, um, with with Tommy or the, the kid? With Tommy. Oh, shoot. Yeah. How do you like it? I like it. I like it so far. I like it better than the one kid. Did you watch all of Power? The original? I watched it. Yeah, the first one, yeah. How are we not talking about this? I'm a power head, too. I haven't jumped into uh, Force yet, but it's yeah, dope. Force, yeah, Force is dope. Um, yeah, Ghost? I really wasn't feeling Ghost. Like, I'll, I guess I'll try to finish it. But well, it's... I really don't like the kid that much. Even well, you... Like, how are... 
spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Power, but how are we supposed to like them after the finale of the original? Okay, yeah. I just started. I'm on episode two of the first Power. All right, so. we'll, we'll stop talking uh, now. Okay. Yeah. You guys so. talking about the PlayStation no, original? No, we're talking about the Black New York Gangster TV. Oh, show. Power, not Power. Uh, yeah, and, power. The one Andy, yes. Andy, Andy's on. Andy's in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Andy? Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Money. I go way back. And then also, I was looking at From on um, yeah. Amazon Prime. I was talking and about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so far, five episodes. I've watched them all. Uh, I got to go back. I don't know if it comes out every Sunday, but it's pretty dope. I'm liking it. Dude, I said, I think this might be up your alley, Rich. I, like, yeah. I think Rich is going to like this. Yeah, I'm liking it. Dude, uh, I've only the, seen the first three episodes. I'm just going to give a brief uh, for what it is for those who might be interested in it. Pretty much, it's a town. Um, people get stuck into. People can drive into the town, but they can't leave. The, and the town at night, monsters come about. But they they don't just like they're not just monsters that just come out, you no know, claws and whatever. They come as visions of people, and they try to co- uh, convince you to come outside, and whatever they will eat you. But not just eat you; they'll play with you. They'll <laughs> they go to work on you. Yeah. yeah. Then they it's called eat you. from from from. from. Yeah. It's live so, action or it's cartoon? No, it's live action. Yeah. Live action. It's on Netflix. Uh, Amazon. Oh, Amazon. It's, it's on Amazon. Technically, it's on um Epic. Epics. Epics. Yeah, Epics. So you can watch it Epics through Amazon. Is this so, new? Yeah. 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 Oh, I missed this. Okay. From. So let me put that on my list. So Sounds it's kind of like it's kind of like Bird Box, right? Where you keep where the you know the bosses are, you can't go outside and not re- well no. not to give too much away, but basically they can't come inside. Right. There's like there's talismans that are that they keep on on the wall, like stone, and as long as those are up on the wall, it protects them inside that building whatever structure in it protects them. but they'll do whatever to get you to let them in so they'll right. talk like this is your grandmother or they'll start rattling your house to make you think you have to leave like you know yeah. but so as long, long as it, as long as all the doors and windows are closed you're good once you open a door it's almost like almost like vampires like oh, the, the old vampire trope you, you open a door invite them in they come yep. yeah so but yeah it's pretty dope stuff um, and, and not to give any more away but on top of that you also have how these people are deciding to live their lives right in this town so you still mm-hmm. have the whole social um, part of it that's pretty interesting too. Do you know why they can't leave? No one, no one does. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got. I'll, I'll watch. It. <laughs> we probably said too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But yeah. these first five episodes, I mean, at least the first three are still setting up the world. So we we you should still be talking about what are we talking about this today? Oh, DMZ. DMZ. Yeah. I guess we'll get to that. Uh oh. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Oh man. Um, well, my week was pretty uneventful. I've been playing Life is Strange too. Uh, I really like the first game. It's it's honestly just living somebody's life with this very soft sprinkle of action that comes up every now and then. Um, but I dig it. Not to give too much away, but you and your brother are on the run from the police after uh, you didn't do anything wrong, but they think you did. So you're on the run and your brother may or may not have powers. That's as far as um, I'm at with it. Um, okay. It's pretty fun. And uh, off topic, Chris, I jumped back into inventing Anna. Okay. Okay. I'm in now. I told you. I told you. Very v- it's, it's very absolutely VIP. absolutely ridiculous how, for anyone that doesn't know this, this is about this German quotation mark heiress who right. basically manipulated New York with her charm. <laughs> To get whatever 
she wants. And I'm like, I'm doing life all wrong. If she can just get millions of dollars from just insulting people, like I, there must be a way that I should be doing better in life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is this based on true story? Or yes. Yeah. She, she just got she just got out of jail recently. She was just released, I think, in the beginning of 2021. And now yeah. she's got a series. She probably yep. get residuals off that. Oh, she'll probably write a book about. I mean, it's 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 it's. I mean, it's crazy. It's interesting. It's, crazy. it's very interesting. So that's off our genre, but I but I've been watching that. And last night I watched this movie called Deep Water. It's a psychological erotic thriller with Ben Affleck. You had me an erotic thriller. It's not. <laughs> it's not good. It's not you good. Had me at a rock. It's not good. They have Ben Affleck and 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 the, and the actress who was in Knives Out. She was also in Bond. Oh, she's great. Oh, she's, Anna, and Anna she's Zippa. yeah, she's a Anna, she's a uh, everyone's amazing in it. The movie is just you know it's very like 1997. Well, with a but, title like that, you expect sharks. Well, no, no. It's about this. He lets her have these affairs, but he's jealous as well. Oh, deep so, water. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought that up to say. I was watching Ben Affleck and I'm like, uh, as much as I love Pattinson, I, w- I still would love to see this guy play Batman again. He just has it. He's, he's just I, has I, it. You know what's odd about that is like, I don't feel like we've seen him play Batman yet. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We, we not, got a not glimpse really, of Bruce really. Wayne. We got a glimpse of Batman. We haven't really seen him seen him. Like, he hasn't had his movie and I'm like, I don't want Pattinson not to have his movies, but I'm like, man, I really wish I got to see him fully be Batman. Just watching him in this movie, his stature, the way he just, I'm like, this dude's perfect for freaking Batman. Oh, I'm ready for Hush. We'll see. We'll and, see. And I saw the uh, Three Brothers Instagram post today. I'm ready for that kid come play Robin. Oh yep. my God. Yeah. Yes, that kid from Euphoria, man. Uh, he's a boxer. He got the skills already. Yeah. He's already, if they go that route, we'll see. But if, if they if they do, I mean, how can kid they not fierce. choose? They need to choose. And like, we're still in the beginning, but I have to say, if they do Robin, as much as I want them to go in the fantastical route, I don't know if I want them to go into like circus acrobat type situation. He could be that, but the 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 Pattinson film's already so grounded. I know, it's but not gonna I, be. I feel like Robin to justify Batman putting this kid in harm's way. This kid already has to like be in harm's way. Yeah, the, the Robin situation was just to get kids to buy comics. They didn't really think about yeah. Like, why is he putting this kid in yellow and having yeah. him fight crime? So, so it would be cool if they picked well, it up he's a, year. He's a nice target. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The dress. Yeah, it'd be cool if they pick it up at like year four where. We are. His parents are already dead. We're not going through the whole circus drama. He's already in the streets, and then Batman. You know, Batman takes him. He's, he's already been training him. But they well, now we got to see the moment where Bruce makes a decision. Well, it's when they Batman meet the first time. Hey, would it be? Would it be? Would it piss fans off? It would piss fans off. But I'm almost like give Dick Grayson kind of Jason Todd's origin, but just make it Dick on the streets, like trying to get the wheels off. Chris, you're ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. That was Richard. Let's, Let's get Richard Grayson <laughs> off the streets. Wow. He's on the streets. He's trying to steal the wheels off the Batmobile. <laughs> you guys are. Uh, <laughs> I'm not mature enough for this conversation. You're not mature enough. We just talked. I'm not mature but, enough for, for Dick on the streets. <laughs> one of one of one of our followers said that he could be a good Damien. Yeah, but now he has to, to be Ben Affleck's yeah. Batman. Yeah, exactly. But Pattinson, I don't. I don't even want to jump in four years later. Like I want it to be a direct pickup, and maybe this kid's parents were in a carnival or something. But maybe when Batman picks him up, he's been on the streets alone for a while. I'll be. I'll be good with that. Let me know. tell you. So I just recently we're on on Friday night we put on uh, uh, Dark Knight. It's hard going back to bail after seeing Pattinson. Wow, that's a bold... My, my <laughs> wife was like, 
what is he doing and why does he sound like that and why i was saying that when the movies first came out though right movies were still good but no it's still good but i think the shortcomings are amplified now that we've been exposed to so much more batman content go back and watch and tell me what you think i I started i started my sister started watching the dark knight right after she saw the batman and she said the same thing now i'll say this the dark knight's a better movie than the batman it's a better movie but the batman's atmosphere yes the Batman's a million times more Batman than Dark Knight. The, word the that Dark Jack Knight's used, a better movie. The word that it, Jack uses, texture. It has yes. that feeling. Yes. And it's amazing how much of Batman's environment really matters in understanding Batman. And sure. and yeah. that's, that's that's what I'll say. The Pattinson film had in spades. It had the texture. It had the just the grime. And yes. you felt like, geez, man. You, I really could, for the first time, see a psycho dressing up like a gothic creature at night just hitting people. Yeah. You know? my, sis, my sister said, and she hasn't seen Batman Begins recently, so she's not coming off of the hype of that. And she was like, the Joker was amazing, but there's still a lot of movie without him. It's not like the Joker's in 90% of the Dark Knight. Right. He's like, Keith Ledger's great. But then the rest of it was fine. And she didn't finish it. She's like, why would I finish this when I've already saw the better one? I'm like, Jacqueline, those are bold. That's a bold statement. <laughs> Chris, I don't know. Do you agree with this? You're, you love the Nolan film. Do you agree with this assessment about the Dark Knight versus the Batman? Yeah, the Batman was... Yeah, the ba- I will say the Batman was... Uh, was a slightly better Batman, but I, I'm still sticking with no. I'll tell you what, one word narration. That narration, the over the the, the voiceover that Pattinson did in the beginning, like in the middle and the end, that like set the tone. And I'm like, I am in a comic book right now. You're and, and I'll but, and I'll say this: Christopher Nolan didn't want to do that. Like his whole approach to Batman was not be a comic book. It'd be as real world as possible. So right. kind of just have two different interpretations. But I think we all love the Joker because Heath Ledger is brilliant, but it also gave us the comic. He was the only comic book part of it. We're still talking about the Batman. We're not talking about Batman today. <laughs> but uh, yo, Chris, I got a question for you, man. What's that, Lawrence? What's the difference between Iron Man and Aluminum Man? What is the difference between Iron Man and Aluminum Man? Iron Man stops the villains. But Aluminum Man spoils their plans. <laughs> oh, that was actually, all right, I give that one to you. That was actually pretty good. Get it, Aluminum? I already, I already knew where that was going. Did, did you like? But did you like where we ended though? You knew where we were going. Uh, Are you happy to be there? No, nah, not really. No. You're not really happy to be here. Rich is never happy. Jack, how do you feel about that one? I was thinking it was going to be a recycling joke. <laughs> 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 that might have been a little better. Yeah, I thought you were going to say he, he, he keeps them fresh, but for all the plan was a was a nice play on words. Thank you, sir. I didn't write it, but I'll take all the credit. We're going to go down the street right now, make a left of the light, around the stop sign, and we are at the Collector's Corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the Collector's Corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something out of our bookshelf, something out of our video game case, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars like all of Jack's stuff or just sentimental like mine. <laughs> what do you guys got? Speaking of expensive things, last week I showed one of the boxes I made. You showed Jack. us your box, Jack. I, I showed you, you one showed of my boxes. All of that box. I'm about to show you a bigger box. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
Let me move the mic out of the way. So that box housed some toys and stuff like that. This next box houses my mid-level valued comics. So not the top shelf, but it's not the ones I actually so, keep on. So these are only worth tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands. These ones are worth let's say 50 to 300 bucks or so so we might call it the money box Ooh, Ooh. all right so i'm gonna show you my money box <laughs> oh shoot wow. Jay. Oh, yeah. mother f so i made this Happy one box. too clad in it it has superman different superman cutouts all over it in black and white that's right. sick that's dope jack three uh three wait you're on it too jack that's a picture of you yeah how could i not put myself on something I made? but and then i'm in that saying, picture but wait I, I was in that picture you cut out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. wait i'm yeah. in that picture jack where 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 where, where happened <laughs> Got cut out. I got cut out. Well, yes, you were in that picture with me when it was taken in college. Yeah. And I had it on the box for a moment and it felt really wrong. So I had to take it off the box. Is there only white people on your box? (laughs) 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 That's why it felt so wrong. (laughs) It's black and No, no, no! no it's it's, it's the guy, the guy serving Superman his lunch is black. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Green Lantern down there. Yeah, Hal Jordan, John Stewart. Uh, oh my bad, my bad. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. So right, wait, so wait. there's one. There's one. That picture that's was me one. and Jack. We dressed up for Halloween in school. We put again. We put together like makeshift Zorro type superhero costumes, and we would go out and argue which one of us is the sidekick in front of people. Oh yeah! They're like they're <laughs> like, who are you? I'm like, I'm a hero. He's my sidekick. No, 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 no. He's the sidekick. That's kind of our stick for Halloween. So he had. So what Lawrence had in his favor at the time was he was six foot four and looked like Superman. Well, what I had in my favor at the time is I was white. So what's <laughs> pretty good? He could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yo, man, that's that a funny freaking. Go on, oh, that's man. a funny freaking like little short film movie. Like this, this is valid. Which one is the sidekick? That's hilarious. So, Jack, do you have a, a, a very special like number one comic that's in there? Like one that you're like this stands above the rest in that box, or they're all kind of the the same? Some I really like, but one of the things I have in this box is like a uh, Bane. Breaking Batman's back, mm. Superman and Doomsday, and when Hal Jordan was, you know, went crazy. So those are my spawn number ones in here, stuff like that. Ah, sure. the, the 90s. The 90s, popular 90s. Nice, 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 nice. All right. Chris, what you got, man? So I'm still unpacking, and I found actually one of the very first things I got autographed was Marvel Series 3 uh, team-up card. Oh, yeah. Punisher and, Punisher and Spider-Man signed by... Yeah. John Romita Jr., 1994. And Jack, you'll be happy. I won't be fingering this one because it's in a hard plastic case. It's a way to do it. He's doing the whole Spider-Man thing right now. Yeah. yeah. Chris, I had the whole collection of those cards back in the day. The whole thing. I just found... Uh, I, I got it. I have... You remember... It, so this is Series 3. Do you remember Series 4? You would put it together or create a comic book page? Yeah. I, I just the- I just found my binder. <laughs> and maybe... You know what? When we when we get a break, I'll grab it and I'll show it to you guys. It's pretty oh, cool. man. Man, I got to find my... I used to, I used to collect so many cards back in the day, man. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. Rich, what you got, man? Well, I'm at a dilemma right now. Oh, you had that, that pop from last week you held Yeah, out. I do. But yeah. Then I've been I waiting all week to see that. <laughs> I went to go visit my nephew, and he he gave me a, a keychain. 
of uh, a My Hero Academia character. Ah, man. Right? That's cool. And I was just like, man, I got some My Hero Academia pop. So I was going to go anime with it, but I'm going to go anime with it. Yeah, go anime with okay. it. So I yeah. got um, I got Mirio Togata. I got the 1004 pop. Oh, okay. And that's the, I think, what's they call them? A million? A million? Something like that. Yeah. But uh, man, he he pretty much uh, he goes through walls and whatnot. he can go through solid objects and he's pretty dope. Like he made a big splash when he when he appeared on the anime. Yeah, so, got him. And then I got ten oh nine El Giro Unbreakable. That looks dope. I like. Yeah, dude, he hardens up. Yeah. yeah, like he he had a pretty big come up from from being a student on to the um uh what was it the internship I guess yeah. you would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he, he surpassed some of his uh his limitations and whatnot. Because he was yeah. always so hard on himself, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, my man's pretty dope. And you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm lit. This is the one from last week. Come on, baby. Oh, it's Batman. Drop it in the Batmobile. Oh. <laughs> All right, there you go. Okay. That is dope, Rich. That's a 282, and I was like, yo, I saw that. I'm like, I gotta get him. Bro. I don't have any pops, but I have to have that pop. I, actually, I, I have to have that one, too. Target? Or, or no, you got that, that the comic book store. You were yeah, I got the, got the comic store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. There was one I saw in, um, what was it, Target? No, no, no. It was uh, it was GameStop. I saw Selena Kyle on the motorcycle. Uh, I did not get yeah. that. But what I did get, actually, no. Talk about that later. Look at oh, you. Maybe next. Hold it out. Hold it out. Maybe next. Who's anyway. messing with him? I love his head is just sticking out of the sunroof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like his whole body is sticking out pretty much. Well, like, have, you got a steering wheel there. You know, if you can see, you got the light. Yeah, you stand, so you stand it's wheel. Throwback to the 1966 convertible. Right. Uh-huh. That's dope. That's cool, Rich. Nice. Um, I got a couple figures. I was supposed to show one in my pickups, but I didn't. So I'm, I'll save that one for later. But I got this figure right here. So I don't have a McFarlane Robin. And I wanted a McFarlane Robin that'll go with my bat family so i picked up this oh, gotham man, knights I saw that dude right. this got this is gotham knights the game that's coming out their design robin it's tim drake um it's such a well-made figure dude and it goes so well with uh, uh this batman that i have right here they yep, go so yeah. good together in my mind i'm like if you're like 16 and you had a hand in designing your costume you probably wouldn't make it the way batman's did you probably mm-hmm. would make it more akin to your style and, and especially in the, if you're a mover, if you're kind of a gymnast or acrobat, it might be a little more looser. I don't know. I just dig it. It's it's got probably been doing something recently with the, like over the last year or so where like he'll put softer goods like rubber material. <laughs> the tunic is actually movable. The strings on his hood is movable. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah, and they'll be over the plastic, so it's almost like it feels like it's over something. Um, it's sick, man. I was waiting. I pre-ordered this and waited like two months for it to pop up. Um, because um, I wasn't sure if these would be in stores or not. Sometimes it's hard to tell. But uh, yeah, man, my Bat family is now complete with the first ever Tim Drake Robin from McFarlane. I'm glad he came with a bow staff and not a crowbar. You can go oh, either way with these, man. They <laughs> <laughs> can go. But it's what's funny is some of these figures, McFarlane, like the Penguin, will have them do like gun fingers. Because McFarlane's, I think, is also pissed that he's not allowed to give them guns. So how will give them fingers? Uh, like finger guns? Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him again. See, like, well, we'll do this instead. Nice pickups, gentlemen. Nice pickups. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. 
Yes, yes, yes. So some toy news. If you guys have followed the Boom Comics Power Rangers series, they're dropping a two-pack of Trini and Jason. And in that story, they go to a planet where they get their powers switched. So a two-pack is coming with Jason as the Yellow Ranger and Trini as the Red Ranger. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. The story was pretty fun. And it was interesting. Like, the powers are a little different. So it was weird. I think they were also responding to the different colors. It wasn't like just putting on a different costume. It was like, it, it feels different. Hmm. Um, they kind of had a little, like, budding romance. So it was, it, was, it was a nice, nice. And if you're a Power Ranger collector, it's a must-have. He-Man, Mattel dropped so many leaks of figures that are about to come out. And Chris, you're a He-Man fan. Yep. About to drop the 40th anniversary He-Man figure. And this is the figure we wanted chris that we got the origins and you went and got the revelations figure but if we had coming we would have got nothing because they're dropping us 40th anniversary he-man figure it's pretty much made in the way of uh the old school but it has all like that mcfarlane articulation it's like articulation the detail is crazy and i they have a shira coming out in this style and then a plethora of other figures so if you're a he-man head that is the one to get you dropping that on the gram? Ah, uh, yeah, that'll be on the gram. That'll be on the gram. By the time this episode's out, it should be on the gram already. So just follow us on the gram. Christopher Lloyd is joining the cast of The Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. Guess yeah. You know, we don't know how big it is, but if Christopher Lloyd's there, he's going to do something freaking fun. Did you guys see Christopher Lloyd in the uh, the promo for Adam Project? That'll be on the gram soon. Yo, man, I was it's dying so good. when he stepped out. I, oh, I love that they pay homage. Like, they know who made time travel, time travel. iconic. Yep. Man. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry, Doctor Who fans, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> back to the future. They could jump oh. in their TARDIS. It's all about Back to the Future. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> Well, the, tar- the TARDIS is the time machine. I, so. I get it. I get it. Right, it felt right. a little sauce on me. It felt a little pointed. We might have some original fans. <laughs> right. Bill and Ted, right? Jack their whole thing. Um, so Matt Reeves put out on um, Twitter about Paul Dano is writing a comic book for DC Comics, and it's going to be Riddler Year One. We're going into the events that made Edward Nashon from a humble accountant, a simple nobody in Gotham City to a deranged serial killer. So we're getting a Riddler year one. Uh-huh. I love this, man. Because with Penguin and dude, I think like we talk about like when Superman is going to come in this, when's Wonder Woman? I'm like, there's so much within Batman's own universe. Just milk it everywhere. Get get the comics connected and the share thing on HBO. Let's just Batman it. So well, you're probably just going to get his character autobiography printed up, you know, for those those of you who don't know, when an actor is cast in a role, depending on who the actor is, he might have already. Yeah, <laughs> they start writing an autobiography for their character. Knowing Paul Dano, he's probably already got. He's already of pages. got it written. Yeah, <laughs> Sydney Sweeney joins the cast of Sony's Madam Web movie. Now she's an amazing actress. I don't know if y'all watch Euphoria, but her she is always crying. Like her vulnerability is at a 10. It's kind of crazy to see someone have so much accessibility. Um, Sony is doubling down on their shared Spider-Man universe. They're making so many Spider-Man adjacent movies that to me, it's only a matter of time before they, A, really start making their own Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. B, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield's back as Spider-Man in a different universe to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. C. Spider-Pig? <laughs> <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> 
can, can I piggyback on that? Mm-hmm. So uh, Daniel Espinoza, uh, he was the, the, the director for Morbius. He said that he broke down that the Spider-Man universe, Sony universe, has a Fantastic Four, has a Tony Stark, and has their own version of the Marvel heroes. So they're painting the Sony universe as a, you know, Earth, what, Earth Sony but with everyone there. That's kind of <laughs> interesting, actually. Now, they, but see, the, the problem with that is, is that they can only do that if Marvel lets them. Because Sony has the license to everyone in Spider-Man's world, including Spider-Man. But Fantastic Four and everybody else belongs to Marvel. Marvel would have to, like, let them play with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, Sony can go and make a Spider-Man movie right now if they wanted to without Marvel. But I don't know if they have access to those characters. So, mm. we'll see. We'll see. Harley Quinn, the animated series, is getting a spinoff. We're getting a Kite Man spinoff. Anyone who's been watching the Harley Quinn series, uh, Kite Man is this amazing character who is kind of like this douchey guy that's completely unaware that he's a lame villain. But he actually has a wonderful heart and falls in love with Poison Ivy, who kind of hates him, but falls in love with him too. And then she winds up, you know, falling in love with Harley Quinn, and he's kind of the guy on the side. But what he lacks for and everything else he makes up for a ridiculous sense of confidence that is <laughs> rich what did you say would you say that about kite man yeah yeah he definitely has ridiculous sense of confidence <laughs> it's like why do you have so much confidence um so that's coming that should be pretty fun in anime news i'm gonna pr- I hope i say this right jujutsu kaisen zero mm-hmm. the feature film has got a near Perfect Rotten Tomato score, hundred percent tomato meter, and a ninety-eight percent audience score, which is huge because it came here and everyone in the U.S. showed Hollywood like we will we'll go to the theaters to see a dope um, anime film. So it looks like it's bloody, it's violent, it's all the things you'd want. In, Why are in we a movie not talking like about that? It's probably a lot of things I want to bring up that we should be talking about <laughs> instead of DMZ. <laughs> no hate on DMZ. It just is what it is. The Batman is nearing the 600 million mark at the worldwide box office, continuing to show the growth of just post. I guess we're not post pandemic, but in the pandemic movies, um, some would say if you compare it to Endgame or Infinity War, Spider-Man is like it's not that kind of movie. And for and it's probably going to hit close to or about a billion dollars before it's all said and done. And in this day and age, it's pretty dope. Parents, the Parents Television and Media Council, the PTC, have spoken out against Disney ahead of its, uh, well, we're past that point now, but basically with uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, and Iron Fist all going to Disney+, Plus, they spoke out about it because these shows are much more violent, much more adult, and have much more sexually themed nature to go on Disney+. Plus, and they have something to say about it. Um, to be fair, though, I had to log into my Disney+, Plus today. And exactly. You have to- I think they said this, and Disney either already had that in place, or put that in place after the complaint was made. And I, I, I get it. Like, you you know, YouTube, if you anyone who has kids, there's some scary stuff on YouTube. There's some scary stuff everywhere. And knowing, like, there's an app that you can just let them watch pretty much and not have to be too concerned. Can't you set the yes. parental you, guidance on Except be an adult, set your parental guidance and stop being freaking lazy. Have other people do it for you. And let's, let's move on. Like, what are we doing right now? 
It's like complaining about violent video games, but you're the one that buys them the violent video game. Be kind of rich. Like I used to work at GameStop and, and the, the amount of parents that would come in after the fact, after being fully warned that, hey, this is a, M, this is a rated mature game. They will come back the day after or after Christmas or whatever. Be like, oh, I want to return, you know, um, GTA because it's, it just has so much sex and violence. And I'm like, man, we warned you about mm. We told you about this. It's, it's printed on the box. Like you should know. Like, do your history. I mean, do, do your homework. Like, what are we doing? You're a full-on adult. Stop acting like your child. Ooh. I can't argue with that. This is logic. Airtight logic right there, Rich. Boom. Mic drop. But don't drop it. That's an expensive <laughs> mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got a trailer for uh, The Quarry. The Qu- Speaking of video games that aren't Speaking for kids. Video- the Quarry, this is kind of horror trailer. And Riz, you said that this is uh, kind of like picking up off of the movie or or inspired by the movie, you said? Yes, it's inspired by the movie, which came out in 2020. Ah, it has, uh, I, don't, I don't recognize all the names, but it definitely has David Arquette, uh, who's been in a million things, but the fact that he's also, you know, a Scream alumni ties into this kind of game. Uh, it's pretty much like a horror game. They're like, what, at this camp or something, and, 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 and things get weird, things get crazy. I dig it. It reminds me of that game Until Dawn. That's what I was going to say with yeah. Raymond Malley. Yeah, 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 which I enjoyed. I enjoyed that game. But do you swap characters in this one? <sighs> I mean, it looks, it, the graphics look, the, I thought it was a, a sequel to that when I first watched the trailer. If, I was like, is this a sequel to Until It's Dawn? the spirit of those slasher 80s kind of movies, it feels like. I'm, I'm into it. I like these. Well, games. and the other thing is it's so mocap the actors who are the characters in it, you know? Yeah. Which, if it's like Until Dawn, it's less action-y play and more atmosphere and performance driven so it just really depends on the kind of player you are but hopefully we'll get some gameplay of it soon we'll see I was watching uh, uh, some stuff on Arkham Knight mm-hmm. the, the Batman games coming out yeah um, the Gotham Knights yeah. Gotham, Gotham Knights. Knights right sorry sorry Gotham Knights Batman games coming out and um, yo, that joint looks so good you know it looks good it does and they were saying there's no leveling up or when you level up they were saying that like for example you might fight Mr. Freeze right but if you're level five you can go anywhere at any point in the game so and you're not going to run into someone who's massively you're not going to run into a section of gotham where you're not level up enough to be there the game's going to evolve with you so if you fight mr freeze out of sequence or whatever when you're like level five he'll be level five but if you don't and you fight him later and you're level 20 he'll be level 20 and have a whole different move set so the story is gonna yeah he's gonna be a point of conflict but it's not going to be crazy exactly and they were saying how um you can play the whole game with one character and all the characters will level up with you or you can oh, okay. swing back and forth they all kind of level up the, the same That's, it looks good like the only concern i have is that the arkham series was so good i know this game isn't a sequel to that but it is a spiritual sequel so it's like how do you beat arkham knight in the arkham games well they also brought the civilians into this one so it sounds like it's a little more like GTA where there's real world consequences. Whereas mm. opposed to the Arkham games, Gotham had been evacuated. Right. Ah, right. True. So they're they're actually people on the streets. So I don't know if you can go just joy riding in the Batmobiles because <laughs> if you yeah. hit someone or something, you know. Were there real world consequences in GTA? I think you pretty I mean, much you go in there the, and the, kill everyone. The police will get on you. The police will come there. There's got to be some, or is it like Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man games where you can't really, don't really punch the civilians. True. We'll see, man. I'm excited. 
We'll see. I'm going to definitely get it. Well, no, I'm going to let Chris get it first. <laughs> I will get And it. then after three years of casual playing, he'll be able to tell me. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. If we're, oh, if we're lucky three years. <laughs> that Miss Marvel trailer dropped, guys. Yeah. I'm very excited. For it. it feels like out of all the Marvel series, this feels the most appropriate for Disney+. Plus. Like It feels the most appropriate for where it is and, and the character we're following. What did you guys think about it? I, I would agree with that statement. It feels Disney, but not in a, not in a bad way, Disney, you know? Um, yeah, it looks like a fun watch. I'm definitely, I'm yeah, I'm probably going to watch. I'm going to watch it. I yeah. haven't been this, really disappointed by any of the any of the content they've come out I just, with so far. I love it when, like, because she's a kid and she's a fan of superheroes. So it really is like, what if we got powers? You know, she, she's in a world with superheroes dressing up as a Captain Marvel fangirl wearing Captain Marvel t-shirts. So it's like, it, it's it's like if one of us got these powers. Um, what's weird, though, is her power set, isn't it? Does anybody follow? It's different. Her? Yeah, it looks like she gets it. I mean, from what I can gather, it looks like she's getting it from, like, a gauntlet. Yeah. Her powers are, like, Mr. Fantastic kind of, right? And then Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's she a, that's, yeah, she's supposed to be able to stretch and, like, and, and larger body and whatnot. Kind of like Luffy. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Luffy. Yeah, but it right. looks like in the in the series, like she has, like she gets like a wrist gauntlet that gives her power, and she in like, like cosmic kind of yeah. yeah powers. Did, did you guys read Secret Identity, the Superman story, where the kid was a Superman fan, read Superman, and then yes. realized that yeah, yes, so that's it's 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 kind of a cool standpoint to take it from. Yeah, and I love you know she is Muslim, you know uh, her 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 culture and her heritage is, is is intertwined to who she is. So I love that we're also getting different heroes. Different. Yeah. Heroes. I hope that plays into it though. Like it's nice. It'd be nice if some of that diversity translates to the actual story. You know. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> we'll see. I hope it's not just a couple scenes and then like we move on. Like it's a yeah. part of. Yeah, like something the some so cliche with the parents, you know. Yeah, right, right. How many or times she, have we seen that pork or something like that? There has to be something that's. And when it's, it's I want to like see that. like yeah, I want to develop our character. No, but for real, you know how sometimes when they stick in diversity, stick in diversity, just they just grab something blatant and have yeah. one. You know, someone's gonna say something. You know, anti anti Muslim to her in the street, and she's like, oh. Well, that was that was my problem with the Winter Soldier Falcon. Man, I felt like some of the the race card was just spoon fed to us. You know. Whereas, whereas it it's nice when the content lets us in. Yeah, well, the, the, if they do it, because I feel like the only reason it was spoon fed is because they tap danced. If they really went into a black Captain America and public opinion, like if they really went there, but then would it be a Disney Plus show if they really went there? Well, you know, Disney is diversifying. I hear uh, Punisher and Daredevil are Dude, on Disney. You know, now, so. Luke Cage. You know how many women Luke Cage like has coffee with that I can watch on Disney now? <laughs> like he has coffee with Rosario Dawson's character, Misty Knight. He has coffee with Jessica Jones. It's a lot of coffee being had on uh, Disney Plus. Lot of coffee. Lots of coffee. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. <laughs> oh, wow. You hear all like they this hardcore banging. What are you watching? Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> plus what? <laughs> are you watching HBO? No. It's, nope. it's Disney, Disney Plus. plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's all we got for the news. It's time to stop laughing, Rich. Why? Because it's time to get serious. It's time for a debate. Let's get ready. Guys, man, we are seeing it everywhere. We're seeing it with Peacemaker. We're seeing it now on HBO. 
O with Colin Farrell getting his own standalone Penguin movie, man. So if you guys are the producers, if you guys had all the monies in the world, if you can give three separate villains from a live action movie their own standalone TV series, which villains would you put your money on and why? They have to have already been in a movie. Who would you put your money on and why? It's a good question. You know, they're actually there. So Loki was the villain who got his standalone series. Winter Soldier was the villain who's got his duo standalone series. Obviously, Peacemaker, villainess, got his series. But here's my here's my here's my concern about the penguin getting his standalone. Loki was turned into the hero. Winter Soldier was turned into the hero. Peacemaker was turned into the hero anti-hero. Is the penguin gonna be a hero? Or are we gonna see the Sopranos? This Sopranos. This is a Sopranos. prequel. It's gonna be a prequel. Sopranos. So I freaking and hope so. The it's rise of young Aries. Tony Soprano. You got a little waddling penguin guy helping Grandma across the street because he's a hero now. <laughs> Who you got? Here, here are my three. Here are my three. These are villain and villain adjacent. Is kind of what I went with. I would like to see Jeff Goldblum's The Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Now, let me tell you why I want to see Goldblum. Because if if we have a series focused around Goldblum, then basically we got a gladiator series. Now we're going to get Beta Ray Bill. Now we're going to get all these cosmic people. We're going to get Abomination come to fight in his pits. This is going to be a cosmic series that's perfect for something on Disney. It's going to be fun. It is exactly what Disney does so well. And it's going to be action-packed. So give me Goldblum. Let him do what he does nowadays as he's an older gent and bring him back as the grandmaster and let me see some galactic battles i will watch that content okay um my second that. pick and i'm gonna butcher his name i'm not even gonna attempt his name the dad from shang chi oh mm. like a prequel mm. That'd I want to see. Dope. I want to see a prequel. I want to see did, him through. Did, did the I not evening. say this last week? Did you? Carry on. Carry yeah. On. No, no. Carry you on. said that he was the the the, the best Carry villain, on. comic book movie <laughs> villain on. of all time. Yeah, I agree. But but he didn't get his screen time as what he was. I want to see what he was. I want to see a prequel version of him throughout the ages, and, and I'm all about that content. I got a whole slew of honorable mentions. I won't even mention. Maybe after everyone else is gone, I'll throw out what. Some cool ones might have been. Um, but the other character I wouldn't mind seeing is Benicio Del Toro's The Collector. Because kind of like Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster, if The Collector had his own standalone series, we're opening up this whole other fantastical world that would just be so fun. Now, you're talking about a place where maybe you can get Silver Surfer or the Fantastic Four or even Galactus coming by. you got this crazy world where he's So you just, don't really want like serious shows about these guys. You just want these guys so you can get a show about everybody you remember else. Deep Space Nine, <laughs> which was probably yeah. one of the lesser of the Star Trek series? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's fun about Deep Space Nine, though, was the world was was different, right? Yeah. Things things came to them. It was interesting. So I want to see like I want to see the world. Yes, I want to see the character. Like Peacemaker, we're about we're about the character. Penguin, I hope it's some on some Sopranos tip. Yeah, but I want to see the world expanded. I want to see some of the mythos of the of the Ten Rings that we didn't see. You know, there mm. are crazy creatures and stuff and this this guy's been on the planet forever running amok i'm sure he's come in contact with those things that we didn't even touch in the content we watched there's a freaking dragon at the end of that movie there is a dragon Are yeah. you kidding me 
that's his world. I want to see more elements of that. Kind of like, um, you know how, you guys remember 47 Ronin with mm. Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves? Yeah. yeah. Not a great film. Sorry, it's not. But the world building of the film, the potential for what that world was, blew my mind. I wanted to see the world. So I want to see some content that's going to expand our world. Okay. I'm going to say about that. All right. All right. Well done, Jack. I kept my flags in my pocket. Chris, what you got? So <laughs> I got, it's actually a throwback from last episode. I want to see an early Thanos series where he's get where he's gathering the other stones. Probably yeah. like so, mine and riches. Yeah, I knew it. I, I, I knew I had to go early because I knew Thanos was going to be there. So here's the key to, to a villain story: either he's an anti-hero, or they believe their they believe they're right in their convictions. So it lets you somehow identify with them as a character, even though they're bad. You still identify with them. So I think Thanos has that. But we saw when Thanos ended and he finished everything. What did he do? He lived in a little cottage, lived a simple life, and was like, my my journey's complete. So his convictions to him, he's doing the right thing. So to see that play out and see how he, he conquers these worlds and stuff like that, I think would be super dope. Um, second, I had oh, we had so now this is a little bit of a of a I'm, 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 I'm eyeing I'm eyeing the the I'm teetering on the Back on, on the, the play right. <laughs> Mr. Zaz from from Batman. So we saw a glimpse of what we thought was him in uh in Batman in, Begins. Right. But it would be cool to see a guy a serial killer story, but from the serial killer point of view, and he's just bad. So what I want to see, if I'm seeing a villain story, the way I spoke about someone who thinks they're doing the right thing, or someone who's just completely rotten to the core and is just being driven by like an internal drive. So I think this guy's, you know, he's a serial killer. He's killing. It could be a good crime noir story where we're trying to figure out. But in in, in the in the frame of this question, it's a spinoff. So you have to take that character who's in that Batman Begins Christopher Nolan world uh, and expound upon that character. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, is you still you you want to double down on that, Chris, or you want to go left? Uh, I still double down. I think he can still do. Oh, he's doubled down. He's on his it's not gonna choice. be more. It's gonna be super realistic and gritty. Yeah, I mean, I'm you're good. Gonna kill I'm, three people, I'm, and then you're gonna I'm, want your. You're like, all right, now what? He's just gonna I'm, kill. <laughs> I'm good with it. With 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 a gritty. Uh, with a gritty. Uh, realistic. You can do a gritty and realistic for a serial killer. You don't need yeah. power doing anything. You just kill her. Have we seen that content? Dexter? Yeah. No, no, Dexter's different. Because he thinks he's doing the right thing. Right. There you go. Hmm. No. I might be up to something. I don't know. Never seen. That, I don't feel like I've seen this content. And does he have? Uh, so he's got to have something that makes us care about him as a person, right? What? No. He. So here's my argument. What if we don't? What if he's just so bad and rotten to the core? We just watch him like we're watching a train wreck. Like it's a like guilty pleasure because there's nothing endearing about him. There's nothing good about him. He's just killing. And he's I just bad. I don't know. If I don't know about you, Chris, but I don't have a desire to see a maniac <laughs> want to look. Because he's not a guilty pleasure of mine. It's like Dexter thinks he's doing the right thing, and they surround him with like his sister and someone he loves enough. Because you got to keep your audience. Also, Dexter's right. killing killers. He is killing killers. This guy's killing grandma across the street. Good people, the just good people. Didn't get a chance I don't know her. if we're gonna be able to sit through ten episodes of just watching this guy murder innocent it'd, people. It'd be different though. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> I can't give him a flag. Who's number three? All right. This one, I went way off the reservation just because 
I think it would be so freaking awesome. I pulled a guy from Invincible. We haven't seen yet. Hopefully we'll see him. Dinosaurs would be an awesome animated animated series to have on. Flag on the play. That is not. I know it's a. I know. I know it's a flag on the play. But when I read the question, the first villain I'd see that I want to see something about was this guy. Dinosaurs. And flag on the play. Has Dinosaurs made it into the animated not, series not yet? Yeah, he will. Though. No, you're I pulling from the comics. Uh, I'm a flag on the play. Yeah, I don't even remember Dinosaurs. I was just saying flag. I don't know play because it's animated. So like, <laughs> and Rich don't throw flags. Like, if Rich threw a flag, then you know. Uh, so, Chris, flag. you going to double down on that one, too? I mean, I know. That one I threw out, I knew there was a bunch of flags. I know there was yellow flags. flags, red flags, all kinds of flags. This is being thrown. But hear me out on this one. Even if this, even if if dinosaurs did something he thought was right, and he did wait. Without, spoiler alert! Like uh, people ha- haven't got okay. don't read the comics, yeah, and and it would have to be a live action TV series. Would that be awesome? It would be maybe better <laughs> or way worse, <laughs> depending on the budget, right? <laughs> I mean, how much? He's not really the villain. I would choose. I would chose that cat guy before I chose dinosaurs. No, no, no. Battle. Battle Cat is almost a hero in his own his own sh- in his own way. But that's why he works. But he's the villain of Invincible story. Okay, without giving any spoilers, don't say. You can't okay, say I won't. Anything. I won't. I won't. But without giving any spoilers, <laughs> dinosaurs does something so horrible. But the out, but the ends justify the means, and he brings Invincible onto his side. Because Wait, even though you just, I'm not the spoiler. I'm not gonna say anything. He does Let something terrible. Invincible, <laughs> Gee, Chris. Okay, be, Jack. When you when you edit this, you gotta beat this out then. Hey, because, I'm out of this conversation. Uh, We're just gonna cut all his whole segment out. Uh, <laughs> And Chris, what and did Chris. you think? And it's gonna pause. <laughs> oh, what a okay, 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 fine. Fine, fine. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you my third one then. Yeah. A Lex Luthor type show like Billions, where he's just like this ruthless, where he's just this ruthless. Who's your Lex though? Who's Please your Lex? Like he's spinning it off. Jesse Eisenberg. We could do Jesse Eisenberg because I'm not gonna do uh, what's his face from uh. So well, then bring Gene Hackman back. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, but you could do Gene Hackman. Say you do Gene Hackman, but a show like Billions, where he's just like this ruthless guy, just no, doing. No, you can't like, do Gene Hackman because you're spinning it off, and that that Lex Luthor just wanted people to know how good criminal he was. Okay, fine. <laughs> Wasn't Jesse, a business. Okay, man. fine. Jesse Eisenberg. Listen, do you we take, really gotta have Jesse Eisenberg as our Lex Luthor though? Just do Michael oh. Rosenbaum, man. Get just spin off. But he spot. wasn't in a movie. You're right, Chris. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Jesse Eisenberg. How many strikes does this guy get? Wait, 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 wait. You guys are cutting it down before I even tell you what the basis of my, of my show. Okay. So it's like billions. He's a ruthless guy. Think of he had he talks to the camera kind of like House of Cards. He does his underhand things to take over to destroy these uh, to destroy his competition. And then he's you just you want to see this? Yes, you're gonna watch this. Yes, probably not, Tell but maybe. Not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not, but yes. Who's next? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's I'm go. next. So what's oh, funny is good job, Chris. I didn't really <laughs> have, feel like it. I didn't really have a third one. So I'm gonna do this third one just for fun. I'm gonna do Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. <laughs> Okay. But I want to do the series all, and it's similar to that comic book, Lex Luthor, Jack, all from his point of view. From so prison. Superman is a villain. Superman is imposing his beliefs. He, Superman is making humanity believe that they aren't strong or brilliant. That's cool. So, but do we still have to do Eisenberg? He's like, the only he's one great I, in some content. He's the he's only not- one. He's the only Lex we have that we can use. So wouldn't you rather just make a different series? No, because <laughs> it'd be cool because they've been wanting to push Cavill to be bad.
bad Superman his entire time as Superman. So let's just have him be bad Superman, but from the from point his point of view of Lex, might as well okay. just lean into it. You get Cavill back as Superman, and we go into Lex's mind to the point where when we're watching from his point of view, his conspiracy theories are true. We actually see Superman as evil. <laughs> and Jesse Eisenberg is an amazing actor. So on this series, since it's through his point of view. We can taper his performance and see the Lex Luthor he thinks he is. So he's not going to be as anxious or ticky. But that's what he does in everything. That's his thing. I'm not, listen, I I like Eisenberg. Don't get me wrong. I'm not casting shade on the guy. I don't want to see him coming back as Luthor. I don't want to see Jimmy Olsen paying bills when I'm watching your movie. <laughs> now, yeah, but, and hold on, pause. Jimmy Olsen yeah. fighting his, his biggest, his biggest venom, his, his, his biggest villain, high cholesterol. Well, you know what? Olsen would have a potential of being in this Lex Luthor series, so maybe you got something going on yes. here. Yes, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Jimmy Olsen for you in right. this series. All right. And Leo play Jimmy. All right, okay. now I'm down. So what's that was number three. What's that number was number two? three. Number two is Thanos. Yep. Because, but I would go, I'm more interested in the dynamic of father, like what he did to those girls and how he trained them up, like how he was able to manipulate and have them Nebula and um, Gamora fight against each other. So just like, like the house of Thanos, almost like Game of Thrones of how this man not just took over things, but manipulated his own people, killed the whole people group and convinced this girl, I'm your dad now, like to see that mind. House of Thanos. That's not a bad title, actually. Thank you, right. man. Thank you, man. And my third, you mean you might get a fl- my first, I might get a flag on the play for this because she's sort of a villain, but not really. But she kind of is in the comics. I need a I need a Zoe Kravitz Catwoman series ASAP. When she gets on that motorcycle and goes to Bloodhaven, like give me that series. And Catwoman is not a good guy. But she's not a villain in the yeah, flag. She's, on not, the she's not even remotely close. She's not even remotely close to being conflict for our protagonist in this. She's right. as a matter of fact, she's uh, she's. Yeah. Not, but she was a little bit because Batman had to stop her from killing somebody. I mean, they they were not there yet, and their first well, minority meeting, report. She didn't do it. She didn't do it yet. She's not. She's not. She's their not, first not, meeting was a fist fight. He stopped. He caught her stealing, and they their first confrontation was a physical confrontation where she tried to claw his face I mean, off. It's definitely a flag on the play. It's Catwoman. She's not a and bad what's guy. What's the series about? She's just robbing? No, she just gets into... All right, fine. I'll come up with another one. She's like Ocean's 13, like Ocean's 8, where she's like, she puts together a heist. Okay. Why do we... It's Catwoman. Oh, she's going after the Penguin now. So she probably got her cameo. No, Bloodhaven, and we can like establish another uh, Gotham sort of villain. that she. So then she is robbing jewelry. No. She used to be feeling... If she went through a villain, why is she... She's she's picking up straight from the street. She's ripping off the mobs and, and, and she's... Look, I'll come up with another one if that's not good enough for you. <laughs> this is what I'm going to give you. I just like I'm going to give flies. you. This is never going to be greenlit because no one wants to see it. But I do. What if Zod won starring Michael Shannon? Wow. Hey, there's an interesting uh-huh. series, actually. And Earth Michael Shannon's Henry Cavill Superman is enslaved to the Empire. And will he, will Kal-El be able to change things? Will he not You know my problem to- with Lawrence? He's doing exactly what Warner Brothers is doing. He keeps taking Henry and putting him as a supporting character and not giving him his stand alone. Now we got Henry mm. in the back of Lex Luthor. We got Henry mm. in the back of Zod. <laughs> where's his, where's his sequel, man? The ship has mm. sailed, my brother. <laughs> I almost had an idea, but it sailed. Those are mine. I don't think they're good. 
but it's all I got. Well, <laughs> Jack's I, I, winning I'd so I'd love far. to argue with whether okay. they're good or not, but you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me let me pull my, my thing I need to write in front of me as we talk about this. First, number three. All right. Look at Lawrence. Lawrence is like, I know he's I'm ready. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. I need um, to see a I got like two in number three because they're pretty much the same guy. Um dead shot. I knew it. Or blood sport. <laughs> I knew it. Either or. I no, want to see. But you care whether you get Idris or Will. You want Idris. Come on. No, I want Idris as blood sport. I want, I want Will as, as um, Deadshot. And I want to see like the, uh, the dynamic, their, their, their parenting dynamics with their kids. Because I feel like Deadshot was a little bit more involved with his child. Whereas Bloodsport was not really. Right. Like he tried, he tried to, but you know they had just such contention with each other. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Is it, I think it'd be that. like a a buddy cop thing. No, not even it. This could be either or, either either one of those two. Why didn't I choose that instead of yeah, like I'm Lex Luthor with Jesse well, Eisenberg? I don't know, bro. I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> there's there's a real obvious either. one. I'm surprised no one mentioned yet. What? Uh, we'll keep going. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, Nebula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Nebula. Um, going off of what Lauren said with the whole no father dynamic, I want to see how that went by. Uh, goes by. I would also like to see where she's been, like within the um the movies when Sorry, she wasn't. So you're doing um. And, and like throwing flashbacks, like certain okay. things will come up. We should get flashbacks and how she got like a certain implant or like something will happen. And it like reminded her of like oh, that'd be kind a of lesson cool. that Thanos, you know, taught her so or whatever. For this to work and be an answer to this question, you have to pick up Nebula when she's bad, right? You can't pick her up now. Yeah. Because she's completely turned. It would be a dope anthology series mm-hmm. to show like each, every battle she gets, she when she gets hurt, she gets a new piece of like a... Uh, you know, like cybernetics or whatever. Mm. It shows how she became what she was. She starts off just, you know, regular alien and then she be then, you know, each story. So you're yeah, you're choosing the nebula that died, right? Because yes. the one from the altered timeline is the I don't remember. No, like, no, no. The one the but one they that, both ended up being good. They the both became good. Yeah. yeah but that's like Loki. Loki's ambiguously bad. Nebula's yeah. has a tumultuous story you, you just know? grab nebula where, where she's bad and that's it yeah you just okay. grab her she still works i got a couple of honorable mentions before i hit number one um mysterio and okay. Okay. Odin, like an office type setting Jake before Jake. he became before he became mysterio while, I was while, he was, say. while he was scheming up everything like uh, office space yeah <laughs> <laughs> comedy <laughs> um he's pissed off at tony stark as he's like busting files <laughs> i would like to see hella yeah she'd be oh, fun she was I, would, I would like to see her come up um also thanos with the same the same that pretty much dynamic that launch was saying with how he's raising the kids and got them to kind of come to his side um and then uh killmonger like i was I gonna see yeah. before i would like to see how he came up gr- uh, grown up uh, no pretty much with no parents because we didn't see it. I don't think we they, they said or, anything about the mother. Or and then how we missions. Right. And then like going through the going through the um, the armed forces and everything like that, whatever whatever he went through. I was kind of showing some of the kills on the marks on him. I was thinking Killmonger, but then I felt like we were gonna run to the same problem like with Obi-Wan. Like we know his end. So there's a series like how invested do you get when you know like this dude loses? Well, you would know. you would get to see his transformation to become the thing he is. Right. Right. So you okay. okay. Like Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. And my number one, TDK. TDK? TDK, the detachable kid. 
<laughs> I want to see that. No, I want to see this. Guy. Rich won the debate, guys. Sorry, Rich's answers. His honorable mentions were better than just my own answers. <laughs> Good point. Well done. Can you imagine an HBO Max series? <laughs> Of the <laughs> but like in that peacemaker kind of way. Yeah. Well fun. done. Rich Rich understood the assignment, everybody. <laughs> Good job, guys. Good job. Jack, you said you had one that you were surprised no one said. It was uh it was Rich's honorable mention. Well, yeah, well, a killbonger? Yeah, man. You guys see oh, him yeah. praises every chance you get. You're right. <laughs> and he really worked he really worked well in the uh the what if series for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. What do you That'd mean by cool. you guys, Jack? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris goes. My bad. Great debate, guys. Great debate. But I think it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's, it's time, time for the, for the main, main event. event. All right. So, non-spoiler review. Here we go, and then we'll jump into our deep dive. Backdrop of the scenario without give, really giving anything away is we're, we're in a DMZ, stands for Demilitarized zone and they're in between two civil wars what was left of america's second civil wars the dmz the pilot i was in first episode i was like this is dope rosario dawson is just killing it she's on everything and then as it went on it just got a little thinner for me and i didn't really know i felt kind of dumb because i'm like wait what's what what who's who and what is what and who's fighting for what and what's good i, I got a little confused and it felt like it should have been a 10 episode season and where we really flesh things out flesh out characters understand the hierarchy and things but in four episodes it just kind of blew past things so fast i couldn't even figure out what was going on for me i think it answers the question what would happen if walking dead didn't have zombies and it was plagued by useless politics it's exactly how i felt about it actually i felt like i was watching the yes. walking dead without zombies i thought Rich. rosario i thought i thought yes. i literally i literally said that, that when i was watching it I said it out loud to myself uh, yeah. I got fish. I said it to my fish. Walking Dead Without Zombies? Yeah, it felt like that. I felt like Rosario Dawson was killing it the whole way through. I mm-hmm. uh, felt like, um, what's the guy's name? Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt. Yes, I thought he was pretty amazing. And I liked the take of him. He's dope. It was really mixed. At the end of it, I, I could have done without it. It felt like how dope the first episode of The Walking Dead was. You're right. And, but then eventually you're introduced into the zombies. <laughs> like an amazing setup. Now let's get to the jelly. So that's how we feel about it. Now let's do the deep dive. Time to do the deep. <laughs> <laughs> so the DMZ, as Jack said, it stands for Demilitarized Zone. This is one of those shows where they could have used one of them Star Wars little like things yes. far away. Like just just tell yeah. us what's give going us a, on. Build the universe for us before we jump in. Please give us so, some. Prepare for some spoilers, ladies and it's, gentlemen. We're in spoiler territory, if you couldn't tell. So basically, we have like America is split into two halves: the FSA and the USA. And Manhattan is kind of this no conflict demilitarized zone, but you're not allowed to cross into either uh, from the FSA going into the USA or the USA FSA. Or if you're in that demilitarized zone, you can't go into either. You get shot on on site. On site. Sorry, Rose. So Rosario Dawson's character. I forget her Alma. She and her son. Or Z. Well, we'll get there, Jack. We're going to get there. She becomes a civil rights leader called Z. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, it starts off with her entering into pretty much an intake in camp. Basically, you get 
where you get imprisoned for being an illegal alien. It's like Gitmo for this world. Yes. Uh, and then we kind of get some flashbacks where we see her and her son, they're in Manhattan, and it's their only chance to get out of there before that becomes a locked-in zone. She's able to get out, and her son gets lost in the mix. And we pretty much eight years later, she's looked everywhere for her son except for the DMZ. DMZ. Wait, wait. So here's a part I don't understand. You knew you left your son in the DMZ. Why you? Why do you choose now to go search for him? Yeah, and how did he gain 20 years instead of eight? Well, reasons, Jack, of course. That kid went from being eight to being 35. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like 15, 14. to be fair. Yeah, he was 14, like, he was a teenager. Like All right, 14 like going on 40. It's like 23. So basically... That's we're, we're way ahead of it. Like we didn't even say that she found him yet. But if you're listening to this part, we assume you watched it. So basically, she and a friend of hers, or someone she knows, or someone I don't know, is able to get her in the DMZ. But she's only allowed to be there for 24 freaking hours. Like the, just hours. like just like Army of Thieves, our, our Army of the yeah. Dead, the chick. She's thing. a coyote. Yes, thank you, thank you, Rich. I don't know what you're talking about, but coyote. the coyote from Army, coyote from Army days. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you into the, the dingo the... ate my baby. Oh, the dingo ate your baby. Why did you just say that? coyote. A coyote is someone who smuggles uh, people in and out of country. I got you. So yeah, she smuggled her pretty much into this DMZ. The DMZ. And she has 24 hours to either find her son or find out if he's dead or whatever information she can. As soon as she's in there, she's pretty much, she she goes to visit a clinic where she's immediately, we see that she's like a medical freaking genius. She's sutures her and pliers and like, you know, masking tape. Like she gets it done and she meets the the doctor there, played by, I believe that's Meryl Streep's daughter. Sure Mm -hmm. is. That's um, familiar. Okay. Yeah, and they go out there, and, and pretty much she finds out that she's not from the DMZ. Alma can't tell anyone she's not from the DMZ, but she's walking around here not acting like she's from the DMZ. Oh, at, giving herself away every chance she gets. Oh, she's walking around there. We meet this little black boy named Ami. <laughs> Obi. 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 Something. Obi Trice. <laughs> It's, it's a D, O-D-I. O-D-I. So he's there. He's kind of like, he shows us what life is like here for a kid with nobody. And he has nobody except his grandfather who's telling him, you need to leave and live on your own. It's not good for you to be How, with a grandpa? old man. Right. How, when grandpa? Straight from the beginning. When, when I saw that, and he was like, yo, you need to get up out of here and like become your own man or some crap. I'm like, he's dead. He's talking yep. to himself. It took like yeah. two seconds to figure yeah. that one out. Or this like, is a terrible grandfather. Right. Like, you are the worst grandfather. Like, why, why does he have to leave? Like, Not a bad performance by the grandfather, though. No, the performances no. are great, but it was Our like... Film. What I did at eight, I was walking through blizzards and building homes on my own age. <laughs> you need to get up out of here. You he need to go downtown bum. somewhere. So we meet him, and then we see that he gets grilled cheeses from the clinic, and that's how he meets Alma, and we see he's part of this world. And basically, Alma... Gets homegirl shot by going too far to the line because he was chasing some dude who stole her bag. Yeah. Um, homegirl would be Meryl Streep's daughter. Who Meryl Streep's daughter. Rose. 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 Yeah, yes, Rose. Rose. Yes, Rose. So Rose. She gets Rose shot. They go back to the clinic. Rose survives. And then it, it, we see Skell. Now we get. Now we meet the factions, right? So so Benjamin Bratt's character, uh, Pac, 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 Paco. Paco? Paco. Paco. Parco. 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 He is basically running for governor. He wants to rule the DMZ. Um, you have Wilson, who's out of Chinatown, who's also a big figurehead. And then you have these other cliques. Alano Miller, SUNY Purchase graduate, runs the... Two Fours? Two Fours. Two Fours? Two Fours? Four? 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 <laughs> 
uh, Paco wants to make sure that he he gets the 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 sides of like the different cliques that are involved. There's uh, one who doesn't. Before, before you go on, yes. there was one clique. <laughs> what was the, what was the, they were dressed in all white, and I think that was like Heidi Ho. I was like, okay, they're not built for this. <laughs> We see the clicks, and then we find out that um, the two four, their leader is like, yo, I didn't want to embarrass you from everybody, but we're not going to rock with you. We want to be our own thing. And then that's when Paco's like, okay, if you can get to the other door, and that's when we're introduced to Skell. This dude is like the muscle. He is a weapon of mass destruction. And he pretty much beats the crap out of Alano. And the guy says, man, it would have been easier to shoot him in the foot. Skell says, why waste you want to waste a bullet? bullet. Boom. Although... The line was pretty, could have been, that guy needed to ground his voice the entire performance. He looked great. He just needed to ground himself. I want to sound like someone who says, I didn't want to waste the bullet. Um, Maybe you could have VO'd. I could. See if they'll go back and re-edit that. (laughs) See, that that actor, he's 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 an acclaimed actor. So we get get that. And then basically by the end of the, 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 the first episode, Rose gets killed because the woman that Ama sutured up, the guy that slit, the woman that slit his throat, I think his sister or whatever, came back to finish the job, kills him and kills Rose. Pretty much Alma is left to run the clinic in future episodes or significantly help. And we figure out, if you didn't figure it out from the first two seconds, which I did, Skell is her son. She visits which is her. odd because he's like a grown-ass man and she's only been gone eight years. If you're 14... He didn't look 14. He looked like he was 12, maybe? He's 23. No. Yeah. The kid was 14. Yeah. yeah, he was a teenager when they were running away. She kept yes, saying, life was, forward, life love, was rough. Forward, it's the yeah, DMZ. It's the DMZ, baby. He was eating a lot of Wheaties. Got to grow up quick, baby. You know what I'm saying? And his father made sure he did. His father yeah. made sure he did. So, um, so Amma, she visits Paco. She visits all these people to try to find her son. She also visits, a f- she visits Wilson, a guy that worked with her in the hospital. She didn't realize he turned into this kingpin in China. He well, kinda, he, he, everyone she's ever dated or slept with was one of the kingpins <laughs> of the <laughs> DMZ. <laughs> she conveniently knew everyone she's already needed to know in the DMZ. It was like yeah. strategically placed. She didn't have to really meet anyone new to become. Oh, there's not player. that many people on New York. So when Civil War happened, New York's a small Manhattan's a small town. You know, everyone knows everyone there. Both of your like old boyfriends, old friends, bound to be running things. (laughs) 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 Right. So she meets Wilson, and this dude is charming. I'll say I really enjoy this actor because in two seconds I got their whole relationship. Like I I understood it. And he didn't have that much time to establish it because it goes from him like wanting to help her to it just kind of hits the fan. He doesn't know where Skell is, he can't figure it out, blah, blah, blah. She goes end of the episode and I'm going to breeze past all this. Basically, Skell wants nothing to do with his mother. It's like, I didn't, you didn't abandon me. I ran from you. I didn't like the way you were not accepting me for who I am, but dad does. And he puts a gun to her. He's like, leave now. And then she leaves crying and he's there sad. And this single moment it kind of undoes the story because, like, what does she have? Why is it? Why is it? Go, go back to where it's safe. Exactly. She's, she stays in the ZMZ. She's working as like a doctor. She's making house calls. She's she's helping where she can as well as this. It's unrest that's happening. Uh, we go further along and we find out Skell. He goes to a bar to decompress. He meets Tenny, the singer there, and they kind of hit it off. And she asks him, "What's your name?" He says, "My name is Christian." He told his mom, "Don't call me that. That's not me anymore." So we see that as he sees this girl, he's been eyeing for I guess a couple weeks. 
weeks that he would sets. You know, well, yeah, five, right? So saw him five times, and then um, they wind up making love, and they kind of we kind of get into this almost like Romeo and Juliet thing. Almost, it never goes there because we find out that Tenny is like the sort of goddaughter of Wilson, yeah, as Skell is the son yeah. of Parco. It doesn't really go there, but it kind Montague of sets it up. Montague and Capulets. Montague's and Capulets. Well done, Chris. I'm very impressed. Was kind of. <laughs> see, I almost. I'm not sure whether I thought it should have went there or not, though. I don't know. Like part of me, a part of me internally rolled my eyes when I saw it going there. (laughs) And another part of me was like, what a missed opportunity when it didn't go there. If you're going to make them the children of enemies, even if that's contrived, you got to walk it through then. I'm going to tell you what, all of me didn't care. Didn't care. To be honest with you. Can I, let me just jump back real quick, Lawrence. So we've seen this trope how many times? Literally. And flat, well, spoiler, since the 1500s. My recommendation. And they list, stole it from the Greeks. Yeah. So, spoiler, no, but spoiler, my recommendation list is all like post-apocalyptic series we could watch. Oh. But what I think is like, I know this has to be kind of somewhat faithful to the source material, but I feel like it's a trope we've seen so many times. You're in a post-apocalyptic world. You're trying to find a, a new social structure. You're trying to scavenge for 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 resources, and those are the conflicts that happen. And we feel I feel like I've seen this story hash out so many times. So after that first episode, it was a real a little bit of a chore for me to watch the rest. I kind of didn't care. And I say it just by saying, like, in, in, I say it sincerely. You know. I went to Korea like like 10 years ago and I went to the DMZ in Korea. Now the DMZ in Korea, because it's been untouched, it's like this oasis of 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 animals and plant life that's not able to live anywhere else because it's so untouched by humans. So I would love to see that from the point of view. Like you have this DMZ that's surrounded, but instead of being post-apocalyptic, it's developed and flourished as something that's been untouched by the FSA or the USA and really kind of built up their own things, except See, except we're seeing just tropes and cliches. You saw weird stuff like that in the first episode. One yeah. guy was literally walking around with a wolf. Yeah. And, and, then, and, then, the, and then the boy was talking to a to, to a leopard. Okay, first of all, how do you how do you become friends with was it a friendly leopard from the Bronx Zoo that ended up in Man- <laughs> or, or or the Central Park Zoo that ended up uptown in the heights? Come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's what got you. <laughs> and the leopard's not hungry for kid. No, the leopard just looks at him and lays down like what's up? Odie, like, hey, leopard, see you when I see you. See you. Good, good luck. luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck out there in these streets. Uh, leopard's like, good luck to you, little. <laughs> 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 All right. So, that, that, okay. That, that's my soapbox. Go ahead, Mark. No, no, we're going to get on it. Uh, so then, um, yeah, Skell falls in love with Tenny, and we have that whole thing as as uh, as Alma is just trying to position herself in, to, to get her son back. And she feels like if I, the only way I can get him back is to, to, get, to destroy the father's stronghold on him. So she starts aligning herself with Wilson. She visits, uh, what's that woman's name who's like, has all the water? Let's Ona. Let's call her the water lady. The Ona. water lady. The visit the Ona. water lady. Ona, who... Who was up in the clo- cloisters. Up right in the cloisters. Where I used to live. And yeah, in Wood too. I went like, to they that, was in went your to neck of the apartment, woods. Jack. Huh? Yeah. Yes, you I have. Think, yes. yes, you have. That is a great park right up there. And Rich, you were with two hundred. You helped out. With me shooting something in the cloisters, I think a long time ago. Oh, the remember, the one we the, we the vigilante thing. The vigilante thing. Oh, we shot that there. Rich, you, <laughs> I don't know where we were. I, I just I and Chris there, helped yeah. out. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. Oh, whatever night. happened to that thing? It's somewhere. It's on some hard drive. So then we get um. 
So she sides with her. And then basically Alma goes in front of everybody and basically says, everybody don't vote for Wilson. She like stakes her claim. And you would think she'd be dead on sight now. You would think. But she's not. So, and matter of fact, she kind of goes to visit him again. <laughs> of course. And he says, I'm going to kill you. If I see you. And, and then she sees him again. And he says, and he says I'm not, I told you I was going to kill you. Well, we're getting too far. So then basically. Are we? We, could we, get, to, we, we get to like probably the biggest action fight sequence in this whole thing which is you know the 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 kings go to to chinatown and it's just bloodshed and just machine gun rounds they're all horrible shots terrible shots how how many times was rosario shot at at close distance with machine guns and running running a straight line running a straight line around her when all fairness she she did get nicked once she did nice little flesh wound in the arm um, so then you have uh, Paco fighting Wilson, and instead of just killing him, he's like, "We're gonna do this blood and bone style." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, <and> what? <laughs> they fight, and Wilson pretty much gets his butt whooped, and then almost comes up, and then and then Paco's like, "Scale, you take care of this." Like he wants his son, so I guess take the final step. Although his son has a kill list, he's been killing for yeah. years. I don't Didn't know why. Make any sense. The final step. Yeah, he's a huge. He has a huge wall, a whole building. So I don't know, like, why is this killing. like his baptism? I don't know. But Scale does something dope. I love this moment, actually, because he picks him up. And you think he might let him go? And his father says, shoot him. This dude tosses him out the window to land in front of his own. Five stories down. I'm like, that's a boss move. And from the ground level, Alma, looking up. 17 stories sees her son make eye contact with Tenny, who's also on ground level, and realizes there's a connection there. Her son is still alive. <sighs> we move on. <laughs> so then we get to this whole thing. Paco's going to take over. We find out that he's actually working with the USA. Guns are coming in. He's working with them. And if anyone finds out, the thing about the hotbed of the DMZ is if anybody finds out anything is happening, war will start off. It's like a, it's like, it's a, it's like a hair trigger here. That happens. She confronts Parker. Whatever you're doing is going to kill everybody. You need to stop. He's like, no, we don't need to stop. At this point in time, Skell learns that his dad has been working with the USA, which makes him go, dad, I don't know you, whatever. So he, his dad goes off, going to use that little black boy as a bomb. Because <laughs> why not? Because why not? not? Because yeah, why not? Uh, he gonna use that black boy as a bomb to s- start some some stuff off. Skell sees his dad's right hand man with the gun on his mama, and since now he don't know who his daddy is, maybe there is room for love my mama. And he shoots his dad's. You know what doesn't make right any head. sense about that moment? He had no intention of blowing the kid up. He only chose the kid because the kid was friends with Alma. But choosing the kid who was friends with Alma put the kid in a position where she went to stop him, as opposed to just sending anyone over there with a the backpack with a bomb because they were the U.S. was expecting him to blow it up so they could invade. Here's, so why did he make that call in the first place? This is what the show, this is where the show, hmm. <laughs> The Walking Dead stuck to its reality. Here, and this is this is a testament how wonderful an actor Benjamin Bratt was because they wrote him as a mustache twirling villain. He did, he used all his acting prowess not to be, but then eventually the script, you can't outact the script. Oh, and they shit. wanted you to make choices that are villainous, even though they don't go, they don't necessarily line up with what you actually want to do. Um, his character started off looking like he's so smart, he's calculated, he knows how to read people and manipulate people to just making the worst decisions for himself. Yeah. Reasons, Jack. Reasons. So that happens. Scale shoots. Scale shoots the guy. They go meet him. They 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 stop the bomb from going off. And then 
his dad, who was in the military, you see the relationship he had with his son. He treated him like a soldier. He had a gun to his son's face. He said, stand down, soldier, basically. And then his dad actually pulls the trigger, but the gun doesn't go off. Immediately, Skeletor's like, you was about to kill me? Skeletor's like, bump that. And they start fist fighting. But they don't just fist fight. They take their shirts off and have a fist fight. You have to, Lawrence. <laughs> this happens three times in this Wait, series. It's the DMZ. You can't fight with your shirt on. What you Rich, how else do you fist fight? I got to <laughs> take my shirt off and get greased up. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta be extra, I gotta be fully shaved. <laughs> like, fully, like, I gotta shave all my body hair off and get greased up before we have this fist fight. Greco Roman wrestling style. They fight, and he winds up besting his father, and he has his father walk over to the U.S. territory to get arrested for pretty much crossing the line he shouldn't. And his dad's like, please don't do it. I don't have a life over there. He's like, you don't have a life over here. Mm. And his dad goes, he leaves. leaves. And then Alma basically also set something up with the FSA that if she accomplished these tasks, you give me, you give my son and someone else a free pass. It turns out he wanted her son and Tenny to go. Tenny this whole time, if y'all didn't know, was this VJ that no one thought or cared about until they... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sacrifice myself. For uptown Julie Brown. I didn't even know that the voice on the radio was something to pay attention to until like that moment when they were like, This is who I've been. I'm like, This has been here this whole (laughs) terrible foreshadowing. Terrible foreshadowing. Tenny and Christian scale go off into FSA. As Ama, who is now Z, is like, This is my purpose is to be here. And she gives a speech basically saying how we, the DMZ, our place where we can thrive, where we can live, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like the USA pulls back their borders or something. Um, it's pretty much the end. She is like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Braveheart and all those civil rights uh, activists can, rolled into one. Can I ask you a question? Why the hell is the DMZ, if the country is divided, why the hell is the DMZ so important? And this is why I think it failed to establish. It failed to establish. Right? It's not. It's not really like uh, New York's in the middle of <laughs> the country, anywhere. right? Yeah. I'm like so like. The middle <laughs> what is it actually country? dividing? I is could just go to Westchester and then cut, cut, get across the, t- the, the Barrio Cuomo Bridge and just like, could always skip the DMZ. Why like, are we fighting over the DMZ? <laughs> like, also, hold on, wait a minute. The FSA pretty much has the majority, the vast majority of the country, whereas the USA is only just the East Coast from New York up until and wherever. Maybe New England? Ooh, Vermont. Oh, no. Canada, <laughs> Vermont. What are we doing? And that's where it's so short. It didn't build... Well, also, what? Why was there a civil war in the first place? I wanted to know. I mean, the last time we had a civil war, there was a reason. (laughs) And I I heard the comics are really good, and this I think that you can't do this thing in four episodes or a movie like this requires episodes and seasons to world build this thing to make it make sense and we were flying by i i didn't understand why she wanted to be in the position to lead until it was time for her to be in a position to lead but she the entire series she said she didn't want to be in a position to lead i didn't know she just wanted her son the ability to lead until we pause to to talk about something slightly more relevant for a moment we'll come right back to this go ahead I keep seeing two cool, really, T-shirts on the bottom screen. Chris, you rocking a Deadpool shirt? I am. I am. Oh, that's yeah. sick. So, sure. Yeah, whatever. Rich, just oh. get a chubby on that? <laughs> I mean, you know, the long chubby. Rich, you got on some uh, anime. I got, some, uh, got some Naruto. 
Nice. That's dope. And Jack, yours is dope too, actually. Those people, it was the villains, oh, the Bat Symbol, they yeah, were villains? Yeah, my villains are Batman, sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Rogue's Gallery. Go. What about you, Lawrence? Nothing. Real he nice, came man. to talk about the, the DMZ. Nice. But I do have a compelling conversation. Yeah. Oh, oh, you and know what? On my I'm desk, actually, he's standing next to Superman. I'm actually mad jealous of that. So that might be a, a toy chest. <laughs> Little thing. Mm-hmm. Look at Rich. Look at Rich. Oh, Rich is on the come up. Rich is on Omni Man's box. What was that other box you had, Rich? Nah, he's saving it. I got Omni Man, and I got this one. Hey, you didn't tell us you got Invincible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nice. Actually, I think I did. No, oh no, I did show you Omni. No, no, no. Sure. Maybe that was when I was gone. When I was yeah, you were gone. Absent. I'm sorry. You were gone when I showed. This is how interesting the content is. It's more interesting <laughs> than right. Rich's No, wait. Okay, back to the DMZ. Here's, here's one of my major issues with it, outside of the, the story, because we we, we're going to go in on the story, but my issue is this, that I'm a New Yorker. The three of us are New Yorkers. Jackie lived in New York for like 12 years. You're a New Yorker, too. Over 12 years, I think. And without certain landmarks, you could have just told me this was Seattle. Like, there was the culturally, the ether of it. It didn't, I didn't feel New York. I didn't feel like this happened to New Yorkers. It didn't feel like their Spanish Harlem didn't feel like it's Dominican, right? Right. It didn't feel like it was all Mexicans. Dominican. It was all Mexicans. Oh, yes. I was like, where are all these yeah, people? Are there that many Mexicans Blancos. in New York? Son? Like, <laughs> why does it look like East LA? Like, what's happening right now? Right, right. And I even, was so confused. I'm like, where are the Dominicans? Where are the Puerto Ricans? What is going on right now? Because even when you talk about like that, that, that hood culture, that urban culture, that gang culture, New York, Latin American, Latin gangs culturally are different than West Coast. It's very different. Right. Very. You're talking about it's 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 all layered and infused with like that New York hip hop. It's all part of its lifeblood. And here I'm like, there's nothing about this that feels New York until you just show me a broken Empire State Building. But if I didn't see that, you can say we're wherever. It's Cali. Like, okay. No, you, you yeah. see it, you feel like you're in California. Yes. Yeah. It feels, well, we're really on a soundstage. Yeah, it feels it like Training was Day. shot in Australia. Do you remember Training Day when he rolls into the, when he rolls into the town, he's like, don't ever come here without me, but it's it's black people, but it's still, it feels, it's East LA. It felt like that. It felt like it yeah. was in LA. It didn't have that that New York feel. No. And I felt like that that was a missed opportunity when when trying to make your world specific. Uh, that was a big thing for me. Also, See, on- I, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I totally cut you off. No, go ahead. I don't know what I'm going to say. Anything. I was going to say, I, I could see on paper how this, how this looks like it works. You know, and I can see casting how it looks like it works. And it worked on paper because you have a successful graphic novel. So, like, you know, it works. I can't tell you how excited I was to watch this content. I, I was like, Ava's producing. It's it's coming off of this graphic novel. That was pretty dope. The casting looks good. And then somehow once you kind of got past that first episode and it started feeling clicky and factioned, it started feeling off. Start feeling cartoony in the, for the wrong reasons, you know, or yes. comic booky for the wrong reasons. Because what yeah. I mean, the villains were flamboyant, and I was okay with one of them being flamboyant because maybe not that's it. all of them. Wilson and pa- they were both flamboyant villains. But that was Wilson explained to why he was flamboyant. He which, gave, which, which, which I was worked. cool with that. Yes. I was cool with that. I was yes. like, he, he yes. modeled himself yeah, after. And what, and what about the cannibals? Like, how is that you, a thing you that no one mentioned them? And cannibals. not show us some cannibals. Yeah. Because yeah. I was and how like, many blocks is. <laughs> and I'm sure in the comic books, it is an area that they have to get through. And like, who is the tracker? And what was he tracking? It's still a city. Dude, 
How are he's, you getting? Well, he's to, got a wolf. How are you getting to and fro? Like, what's your modes of transport? How does technology work here? Because yeah, I was so confused. The second I saw people with cell phones, I was like, I don't understand how this is still. It's a not because it's it's not really a post-apocalyptic world, right? It's 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 a war-torn world. So think of it; it's just a war-torn war-torn area. Right. So but you when, still have when they showed us that to, image of Rosario walking in the Statue of Liberty's like upside down, and it's like, of course, they gave is. us the I Am Legend image. So yeah. that, so that's that's what you're setting me up for. You're not setting me up for people in the middle of a war. You're it's right. Like you, you're setting me up for something else. Yes, exactly right. And I've been to war countries that have been rocked by war, and the level, the the decimation, and the rubble, and the the way of living is. It doesn't look like this post-apocalyptic fantasy world. Right. 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 But that's what this was, and that's maybe that's true to the comic. I mean, that image is right out of the comic. Right, but. Uh, I, I haven't read the comics, so I can't say. I just felt very. Um, I was with the whole thing. Like I'm cool with the way it was. I was with it because for me it was like this is a mother trying to find her son's story. Except it wasn't. That's where. That's where I, like, I. That's where I veered off. The like, second oh, she found him, and and he said no. Yeah. It he didn't, didn't just say no. He like, tried to, like he put a gun to her. And yeah. and and the information he gave her changed her reality. He said, you didn't lose me. I left. Mm. I took the first opportunity I saw to get away from your ass, and I took it. Yep. It wasn't he like it. he was brainwashed and then left. No, he, he, left. he, he, he made a conscious he, choice. Like, I'm out of here. Yes, he cited all the reasons why she was a terrible mother, and he wanted to get away from her. And then the very next episode, we see her making house calls, being a, a medic, and it's like, your purpose for being here is gone. Yeah, like, was, why are we still? And yeah. I feel like from that point on in the series, her character just wandered. Yeah, I'd have been like, "Yo, you tell me you don't need me, or you left on purpose." I'd have been like, "All right, I'm going back to civilization." Then, like, even if she can't, even if she couldn't say, "I'm going back to civilization," there wasn't something compelling enough to where we understood there was a change in her tra- trajectory as a character because she still was going after the same thing. I still wanted get my son right now mm-hmm. i just need to convince him that he wants to leave with me as opposed to i just need to find him right but I, even I, with that she didn't come up with ways to do that right no, it was See, weird because because the way she came up with was to make him angry by denouncing his father yeah see i don't falter as the character is not giving up of the son it just it just really really damaged the drive and the 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 direction of the story itself. I was reading a review and what they said was that it wasn't the story that killed that really hurt this show. It was the format. And yeah. if they would have done it in a 10 episode format, they would have fleshed out more things that we would be able to identify with. The she wouldn't have found her son till like episode five. Yeah, exactly. Good. And you would have flashbacks leading but up also to didn't that. Make to sense, but it didn't make sense. The people who she was, t- the second she talked to Wilson, Wilson knows who her kid is. Yeah. And yet, yeah. and yet he honestly didn't as far as the content was concerned. But that made no sense that he wouldn't as far as the content was concerned. He may not. He didn't know that Christian was Skell. Right. Because she didn't say. She was just like, I'm looking for my son. If she would have been like, hey, I'm looking for my son and my son is Paco's son. Well, and he would have been like, oh, yeah. okay, Skell. Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. He knew her. And like, yeah. he, 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 he hit it up. So he knew her. He knows that who she dated, who she was with probably because they would yeah. talk all the time. As He's friends. met the kid. So right. of course so, he knew that the, that was the father. Right. Oh. 
I find this missed that part. Then yeah, Wait, no, no, I, I don't know how much they were in each other's lives. They, they were they were working. They worked together. They worked some. together long enough where it was uh, an occurrence of convenience to hook up. Right, but I don't know if that 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 makes it so. Yeah, but it was like one time. Baby daddy and all that stuff. Yeah, it was one time that they hooked up. Though. It was like, they yeah. even said it was like that one, you know. I'm not even talking about the hookup. I'm talking about the relationship they had. He like, he yeah. always talked to her, always flirt with her. He was always after her. The way but she, I don't they know if she was telling him about her baby daddy drama. I, I she might have met a ten year old Christian, but that don't I mean that's plenty of coworkers. I ain't never knew what their what their what their personal lives were. I wasn't asking that's, about their their baby daddies or anything like that. I'd be like, that's hey, fair. that's listen, fair. I'm trying to get the cheeks. <laughs> Rich like and, King, the and 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 <laughs> Christian did grow up pretty hardcore when he turned into scale and aged like twenty years and ten. So and yeah. I, I wanted more scale because like they turned this dude into the Terminator, and I'm like, bro, which made no sense. I was like, come on, yeah, like how why are you, you, you letting like, yeah, you yourself take shot when you was like the guy from the two fours? The guy just he allowed the guy to whoop him. And that wasn't a little dude. Right. In real life, if somebody hit you that clean, that hard, you're gonna get back up, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Why are you taking those risks for? It? And yeah, I, was I think wondering... that's the reason we don't know why he did that. We didn't get a no. sense that he wants to punish himself. Yes. You know what? That's that's the problem with the content right there. There are so many things we just don't know the reason why. It's hard to root for it. We don't know the reason why there was a second civil war. We don't know that some of those people who agreed with whatever, if the second civil war was anything like the first civil war, and let's just say it was for intents and purposes of understanding the story. So let's say this was about race and the, and America tore themselves apart again. Well, there are people who are in the DMZ that were for one side or against the other side, but that reality that polarizing reality yeah, was it's gone. This content. It's gone. They're you, all you, concerned about their about you their. You would nonsense. have some that are pro USA, some pro FSA, pro FSA, right? And that that would be on a psychological like. There's a problem level. that I don't know what FSA and USA represented in this and content. That's exactly my problem. We don't know enough about the world and enough about the the, the history, the mythos of this environment to care mm-hmm. and that's why when i say i don't i don't care enough about why they do what they do i don't care enough about the world i don't care enough about what's going on so if they would have developed this and fleshed this out more maybe i would have been more invested emotionally in the story i can't i mean that that that's where i'm at i, I couldn't believe i was watching something with these amazing actors with a story that is dope on paper but i'm just like looking at my phone like yo yeah yeah and it had blade run clearly it had budget <laughs> No, we should we should should have done that uh, anime cartoon. That's what we yep. should have done. We should have. Sorry, Rich. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> but um, what I, I will say, what I do like about we this. doing Halo next week, though, huh? You're doing Halo, Halo. Uh, <laughs> what I do like about the DMZ was just keep giving Rosario Dawson work. She kills it in everything, whether it's the Marvel joints, whether it's the Star Wars joints, whether it's dramas where like like she can carry this stuff man and she's been around since she was a child so uh, seeing the dmz i just like that she got to be the lead in one of these bad boys she has like an unassuming confidence about her like she doesn't feel like she should try hard to believe like she just is there and does it without having to force it but you believe she's a jedi you believe she's this super doctor you believe she's you know yeah, she's a great person. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm about her as an actress. She has so much humanity. I mean, she's the, she's the only reason why this thing worked as well as it did because you never doubted that his mother didn't love her son <laughs> the whole time, even when the story was like 
Why are you over why here? You over? Political. Like, <laughs> why, why is there a jaguar next to a little boy? <laughs> okay, now that little boy, that not the first episode hit me in all my feels though, because you got a mother like, where's my son? I can imagine losing my son, and you got a kid that like has his grandfather's dead body just sitting there because he can't pull him aside. They set up just wonderful dynamics, and it it's just not it's not in the rest of the content, yeah. especially with the, with the, with the boy. In that relationship to his grandfather, like there was a guy walking around with a wolf, yeah. yes, tracking and, and hunting. And what just, is this world? And they just they just Dude, didn't expand on it. That scene where where you had after Rose died and Ama makes the little boy a grilled cheese sandwich, and they have that moment like you're my new son, you're my new mom. Like you're mm. seeing this wonderful moment that doesn't pay off emotionally again, story wise. It could have actually that would have been the only reason for her to stick around. Was her chance to be the mother she wasn't able to be? Boom! Yeah. Jack just fixed the whole yeah. series, and she can't bring him to the FSA. Right, right. She's only allowed yeah. to bring like two people. Right, and she had to make a choice. Like oh, a and, choice. and Jack, yes, be the mother she was supposed to be. Her second chance. While her right. son gets a second chance out there, she gets a second chance in here. I, Jack, I, Jack, how dope would it have been? She's actually she has to make a choice. She either has to pick her son who's walked from her or this child she just know that she took a mother role and she said choose one of them to be free well we at least we would have understood her in a way where we could uh, identify and root for her again but yeah. that would honestly that would have needed to happen in like episode two so there's a lot of um the ideas here i think are are pretty cool and the casting is amazing but there's just so much left for us to figure out. And I think it's just way too much for us to fill in the blanks and four episodes isn't enough to do so. And I think when the homework gets too hard, we just start to check out. You're, you're yep. asking too much of me without yeah. giving me enough to go on this ride. So that's kind of where I am. I, I, I am happy. I saw it. Cause like I said, the performances Rosario Dawson's chef's kiss, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was missing. It was missing the heartbeat of the piece, you know. And it wasn't from lack of performances. It was lack of something, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think we need to know the interworkings of why this happened. If the focal point is just a mother trying to find her son, just like The Walking Dead, we don't need to know why zombies are here. No. As long as the focal point is find my family and survive, then I'm cool with an intimate story. But once you start becoming political civil rights, civil rights leader, then I kind of need to know. Or why. that needs to, exactly. That needs to be the story. And the yeah. second that's the story, you've got to pivot with it. I mean, look at, I know I talk about Berserk a lot, but what works about Berserk for me is you're looking at a political drama and then it gets crazy. And they got, and they go there. And they, go there. <laughs> they go there. So that's our take. Chris, do you have some recommendations? I do have some recommendations. So we talk how this is, well, I talk about how this was a tired trope. So I'm going to give you other <laughs> other series <laughs> that are our tired tropes in this genre that you can watch. Number one. Are you uh, talking about other tired tropes? No, 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 yeah. no, no. I other, hope so. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> other, other series in the post-apocalyptic kind of scale. Fair. Number one, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Yeah. I like Sweet Tooth. Number two, we spoke about it a million times. The Walking Dead universe. There's like 40 now. There's like 40 Walking Dead shows now. But <laughs> and like a movie coming out. Yeah, exactly. Number three, Snowpiercer, the series, where you're on this oh. train that doesn't stop. But they, the movie was cool. The I series actually, was to be pretty good. I liked it. 
I like them both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, Rich's favorite show, Why the Last Man. Which yes, one? Rich, you love that joint. <sighs> Wait, you're recommending this? I'm, it was, well, it was, yeah, recommendation, yeah. Recommend I mean, we heard what his, series? his, listen, Lawrence, Wait, you can't on. question Chris on this. We heard what his villain lineup movies were. <laughs> look, 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 those are the last ones we were dope. Chris, you're recommending a canceled series that didn't even finish. <laughs> one, shro- one season, I recommend it specifically because Rich loves it so much. You're right, Rich does love it. And number five, Black Summer. Another zombie show on Netflix. It's actually pretty dope. Yeah. Two seasons. It's actually pretty cool. What? Yeah, it was pretty cool. You didn't like it? No, it wasn't. I liked that. I thought it was pretty cool. I Explain to me how a man is just spending time with this woman. Um, I believe she was Korean. Yes. And like by spending time with her, all of a sudden now he starts speaking Korean or understanding what she's saying. No. Uh, just like just like real life. No. Just no, like life. no, no, no. And just oh, like yeah. in real life, where it's just like all of a sudden there's like a, a freaking zone in the middle of a neighborhood that just pops. No. No, it's like no, no, no. Yo, on a real, Rich has never thrown a flag on the plate, and he's never interrupted Chris's recommendation. Chris, you're off. You're like, you're going nuts out here. Rich is like shutting you down. I know, I know, I know. So half of your recommendations list, we're not recommending. Well, <laughs> whackamendations. So maybe whackamendations. All right, whackamendations. Oh man, and can I add an honorable mention? Please do. I Am Legend, starring Will Smith, is an amazing post-apocalyptic zombie. Flag on the play. I'm just picking two TV series. Flag on the play. <laughs> half your picks. <laughs> That's it. Whatever, guys. I'm done for the week. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I hope you left enjoyed. the building. Chris is done. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Uh, we had a fun time talking. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. We got some really fun clips on there of the show. Man, leave a download, subscribe, leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. We want to get into as many ears as possible. Imagine how many boxes Jack has to show you all. Join us next time. Same that time, same that channel. Get that Third dick one. in the street. Wait. <laughs> That's my favorite quote of the whole show. <laughs> the whole show. You waited this whole time. I'm like, that's, that's my outro. Get that dick in the street. <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all next time, everybody. Oh. <laughs>